0: What's going on, DFS Trash Talkers? I'm your girl, Nita Rodriguez. Thank you for tuning in, as always. Uh, Bringing you Week Five's NFL Under the Radar Plays of the Week. We will recap last week, as always. Um, Today, as you can see, I'm doing my podcast uh, in the kids' room because I decided to let them take over the living room. Anyway... So, to recap our plays from last week, we had Baker Mayfield, who actually didn't do too bad, but uh, he got us 16 fantasy points And When you're playing large field GPPs, we're always looking for the high upside, low under-owned play. And last week, that was him. However, that's not what he gave us. He gave us 16 fantasy points. Um, And there were plenty of the QBs that did way better. We also had... um, Scary Terry, a.k.a. uh, Terry uh, McLaurin. Can't even say his name correctly. Anyway, so we had him. He gave us 123 yards, two touchdowns, so he did his thing. We also had uh, DK Metcalf, who did his thing. Um, And then we had Lance Thomas, who was... uh, He basically shit the bed. And he basically let us know after first quarter that he was hurt, Uh, he couldn't go no more. So once again, we had somebody in our lineup who got hurt. So that's four weeks in a row that we've taken someone and they basically got hurt in the first week. So let's try to change that in week five. We're hoping for some great under plays that are flying under the radar that are gonna give us some upside in GPPs. Remember, the plays are for GPP. The plays are for under the radar. We're not choosing people who are ten. 15 20 percent owned that is not the point of under the radar so if you don't understand that or if you don't play G- gpp if all you play is cash games this video might not be for you i say that because i keep getting people asking well why didn't i pair so-and-so with so-and-so or why didn't i choose this person please feel free to make your own videos but i am here to help as best as i can And again, my plays are GPP plays only. Um, I am not here to talk y'all through the entire slate. I'm not here to uh, say which plays are the best when it comes to cash, GPP only. We're looking for under the radar plays. We're looking for uh, players who are gonna Give us some ceiling, 30, 40 point upside. And yes, some of the plays today might not seem that way, but their game script will allow them to at least get there, especially with the injuries that we currently have. Okay, so let's kick it off at QB. In QB, I decided that it was either going to be Mac Jones who is going against Houston, or it was going to be Trevor Lawrence? And the last time we chose Trevor Lawrence, he did all right. He actually put up uh, fifty-one attempts, and um, on that first week that we chose him, and that was that was his first game. You know, he wasn't gonna be like the the number one QB that week but he had some upside for GPPs and guess what he has that same upside this week and that's what we're gonna go with Trevor Lawrence he's 5,800 and this time he's even cheaper when we're choosing him but he's 5,800 on DraftKings and 6,500 on FanDuel so and looking at that for GPP purposes right he has the sixth best point per dollar um, tag at QB Okay, and that is on DraftKings and FanDuel. All right, he projects for 2% ownership across all sites. He projects for 18 to 20 fantasy points. That is his floor. Now, if he can get it popping against a horrible Tennessee secondary, then we could basically take advantage of that if we want to. So since week one, his pass attempts are 51, 33, 34 and 24. The last week he threw 24 because he didn't have to throw that much. And I feel with Tennessee probably going to work Derrick Henry and run up the score, he's going to need to throw. He's going to need to get out in the lead. He's going to need to take advantage of a horrible uh, secondary in Tennessee. And I say that because Tennessee, they have cornerbacks they're using this week that don't even rank in the top 50. They don't even rank in the top 100. So pick Trevor Lawrence. He has potential to get us to where we need to be at in GPPs, okay? Um, Also, Jacksonville has given up the 14th most fantasy points to QB, and that's about 20.52 points. That's a five-point difference than what he gets right now, and that's only his projection. All right. They also have allowed Tennessee has allowed 1067 passing yards uh, within the last four weeks. And they allow a 61% touchdown uh, passing touchdown rate. So let's throw Trevor Lawrence in some GPPs and let's see what he can do for us. Moving on to wide receiver. And I know this may tickle a couple of people. Or maybe you just don't like the plays, Don't play them. But We're going to go with two plays because one of them is actually a uh, FanDuel play only because that's where his ownership is under 5%. Um, But on DraftKings, his ownership is around 11%. So be cautious with that. Um, Again, we're doing this video on a Saturday now because ownership projections are just too far out on a Thursday to determine if the play is still going to be under the radar. All right. So our next plays, and I'm giving you two, they're coming from the Giants. Okay. It's going to be John Ross and Kadarius. Yeah. Kadarius Tony. I had to make sure I wrote that correctly because you just never know. John Ross. Okay. Nobody knew who he was last week and yet he still scored a touchdown. Why? Because the Giants are missing Shepard and Slayton, okay, two main weapons that they are used to having. And Galladay's been injured. Galladay is still injured. Don't let him not having a questionable tag fool you. They already said he wasn't going to play all the snaps. They already said he would be limited because he is playing hurt. Remember what I said. So, John Ross is thirty-four hundred. On DraftKings and he is fifty-two hundred on Fanduel. Kadarius Tony is four thousand on DraftKings, fifty-three hundred on Fanduel. All right, both of those players are flying under one percent ownership, but Tony is flying. And I always call them by the last names, but Tony is flying on DraftKings at eleven percent. Remember that. And I just feel that they will have to throw, okay? Um, they're playing Dallas, you know, Dallas secondary. All their cornerbacks are uh, in the bottom of the barrel, okay? Out of 120 cornerbacks, I think two of them are like 100 and, 103rd and something else. But anyway, the point is... Dallas is allowing a lot of fantasy points and we need to take advantage of that if we wanna uh, be ahead of the field on on their ownership. So through four weeks, both of those wide receivers have caught, uh, both of those wide receivers have caught, where did I put it? Okay, 19, (laughs) they had 13 targets, nine receptions for 155 yards and a touchdown. And that's just one week between the both of them. So they're both fantasy relevant, especially if Galladay isn't playing all the snaps and basically will be on the sidelines for half the game. Take advantage of that. Take advantage of Dallas allowing the fourth most fantasy points, to wide receivers a game. Um, through the last four, four weeks, they also allowed the ninth most fantasy points um, to wide receivers, allowing 1,261 passing yards um, through four weeks. They also allow a 76.5% passer rating and or pass percentage through the air. And they also allow a 81% passing touchdown. So Dallas who seemingly depends on their offense a lot, they will basically be throwing the entire game. And when they um, throw, that means um, Miss Daniel Jones is gonna have to throw too. Okay, yes, uh, Saquon will be probably in that mix, but these are cheap wide receivers who are gonna be getting a lot of looks. They're gonna be playing from behind most likely. They are only projected to win by three points, so this game should be a shootout. This game is one of two games that only has a 50 total and above. One of two. The other game is the Green Bay and Cincinnati game. Let that sit in. Moving along, we are going to do our last and final pick. And that is going to be at tight end. And at tight end, we're going to pick Mike Gesicki on the Miami Dolphins. Um, The reason we're going with Mike Gusecki, he's 4,200 on DraftKings, 5,600 on FanDuel, and projected for 5% ownership across all sites. Okay, there are plenty of tight ends in great spots. There's about three to four other tight ends. But this is a tight end who doesn't share his responsibilities on offense with anybody. And if you're not sharing your offense, then that means I mean well, you're a target share, then that means you're getting all the looks. That means you're gonna make sure that they look for you in the red zone. They look for you downfield. Run he's gets to run as many routes as he needs to to get that ball. And he is he is uh being and looked for in the red zone. So make sure you uh, have you some Mike Gusecki. Also, Tampa Bay's given up third most fantasy points through the air and to tight ends. Um, They've given up 1,310 passing yards on the season so far in the last four weeks. And they allow a 75.29% passer uh, percentage. And they allow the second most passing touchdowns in the NFL. So make sure you have used some shares of Mike Gusecki. Make sure that you're taking advantage of the field being underweight on him. And that's where we're going to end our under-the-radar plays. Um, I wish I could give you guys some more plays, but I love that we've been keeping this simple lately. So... Thank you for tuning in. Um, You can always reach us at DFS Trash Talk on Twitter. And if you can't reach us on there, you can always reach me on my personal Twitter at Nita's World underscore. I'm your girl Nita Rodriguez. Thank you for tuning in as always. Um, Don't forget to put your lineups in on time. Lock starts at one. Um, These are under the radar plays. Remember, GPP only. Thank you for tuning in. I'm out.